हेलो एवरीवन वेलकम टू द फर्स्ट एपिसोड ऑफ मेंटल डिसऑर्डर टॉक दिस इज निर्थिया काउंसलिंग साइकोलॉजिस्ट सो टुडे आई विल बी डिस्कसिंग अबाउट न्यूरो डेवलपमेंटल डिसऑर्डर्स सो बिफोर आई कुड गो अहेड एंड टॉक अबाउट न्यूरो डेवलपमेंटल डिसऑर्डर्स लेट मी टेल यू ऑल दैट वेन अ चाइल्ड इज बॉर्न टिल द टाइम द चाइल्ड एंटर्स द ग्रेट स्कूल एंड ऑल्सो आफ्टर दैट देर आर सर्टन माइल्ड स्टोन्स इन द सेंस सर्टन डेवलपमेंट द चाइल्ड नीड टू रीच If the child is finding any difficulty in attaining these milestones there would be a certain developmental delays at the same time if the child is not able to attain these milestones for various reasons and possibly one specific reason can be because of neurodevelopmental issues then it's the time to probably check for neurodevelopmental disorder signs because most of the neurodevelopmental disorders often tend to show its symptoms um early as early as probably before the child enters the grade school or possibly after that as well but during the young age when the child is almost trying to reach different stages that's when you will get to know whether the child is going through some developmental delays it can be global developmental delay or it could just be that the child has or possibly showing some neurodevelopmental disorders so let us go ahead and try to understand what neurodevelopmental disorders are so if you find a child finding difficulties in social setup in social life in personal life as well as in academic performance or in the occupational functioning due to these developmental delays then probably you could go check for the signs of neurodevelopmental disorder so guys uh, what i'll do now is i'll just name all the disorders that fall under neurodevelopmental disorder that is there are six different types of neurodevelopmental disorder so i'll name them first and then try to talk about each of these disorders separately because there are certain subcategories under these disorders as well so the first one would be intellectual disability which is also called as intellectual developmental disorder next we have communication disorders the third one would be quite the famous one autism spectrum disorder but people tend to use autism instead of autism spectrum disorder the fourth one is adhd and you might find like most of us use this word in a casual language so adhd stands for attention deficit hyperactive disorder the fifth one would be specific learning disorder so guys under this disorder you might find certain terms again which we might use in a casual language but yeah there are certain subcategories here which i'll be talking about in some time and the last one is motor disorder so guys let us go ahead and talk about each of these disorders and i would not be discussing in detail any of the symptoms so i'll just try to give a brief and quick explanation about all of these disorders so the first one would be intellectual disability so if you find a child having difficulties probably in the intellectual as well as in the adaptive functioning so you could probably check for the signs for intellectual disability so when i say intellectual so things like comprehending and probably trying to adjust according to the situation or probably trying to adapt to the things that generally a child would be doing right so there comes the intellectual disability 
the next one is communication disorder so in communication disorder you might find the child having difficulties either in language speech or communication itself so when i talk about language there is a subcategory called as language disorder so you might find certain difficulties that to a long lasting or a persistent difficulty in understanding the language as well as in using the language so it could be either the usage of the language in spoken words or in written or probably in sign language as well so over here the comprehension has some deficits as well as the production so next would be speech sound disorder so as the name suggests the child having persistent deficits a uh, deficit related to speech as well as to the sound so you might find the child finding difficulty in producing the sound verbally as well as trying to convey the message during or using the speech so next one is childhood onset fluency disorder which in common terms is called as stuttering so you must have seen many people having difficulties while communicating that is they tend to repeat certain words or they tend to just ignore certain words or they might find some kind of blockage while pronouncing certain words so stuttering would be the next category and we have a last category under communication disorder that is social communication disorder so you might find that i'm a, a i mean i'm fine talking when i'm alone or probably with the close ones but when it comes to social setup that's when my communication difficulty sets over so if a child has difficulty when it comes to communi- communication in social environment or in social setup then probably you could look for signs for social communication disorder okay the third one is autism spectrum disorder so guys autism spectrum disorder you must have seen probably heard about it so in simple terms if i have to explain it then i'll probably just uh, try to give you signs of it there are many signs apart from what i am explaining but still i'll just talk about few of these signs so you might find these developmental delays over various things so the child who is uh, i mean who falls under autism spectrum then probably you could see that they would try to follow certain pattern and certain structure in everything if you try to change these structure in their routine or change the pattern then they might find it difficult to adapt to the new pattern as well and they are highly sensitive to certain sounds or to certain bright colors and they are very used to looking at familiar faces like again if some new face or some new person arrives so it would get little difficult for them to accept that person in this space so i mean you can find that difficulties in your social environment you could find difficulties when trying to comprehend certain things or something which doesn't fall in fall under the category and you might also find them really good with certain abilities like um for example if they really like reading then probably you could find them reading most of the time so they like to have a routine set try to have a structure and things which are repetitive which are uh, repetitive no matter whether it is work whether it is doing the same task again and again so you could see a repetitive pattern as well
so the next one is adhd so i would just want to highlight two points here before i could explain adhd first one is do not relate yourself because there are high chances that you might find yourself having certain signs here but not necessarily you might be having adhd because of a current environment and a current setup i mean we tend to feel that okay yeah i don't have a good attention span or probably i think i'm a hyperactive kid yes you might feel that but it doesn't mean you have adhd and because most of us tend to use adhd in a casual language we might somewhere feel that no i might have adhd no the seriousness of adhd might somewhere get uh, i mean somewhere might get missed if we kind of relate to adhd and we say that i do have adhd no not really uh, there is other signs beyond the casual signs or beyond the signs that we think we can relate to okay and the second one is adhd is something that you can diagnose even in your adulthood so not only during your childhood if in case you missed it over there at that time you could probably find few people during their adolescent as well as during their adulthood getting diagnosed under adhd so yeah quickly let me just talk about adhd so adhd kids probably have a very less attention span and they get highly distracted and easily distracted so you might find them not paying attention to details or making very careless mistakes or you could just find them not trying to pay attention while playing as well like most of the kids like to play but during the play activities if in case it involves a lot of instructions or they have to listen to the other person for a long duration during the play activity still you can find them not paying attentive or not liking to play that game or continue playing the same game right yeah so uh talking about the attention span as i said they are not really okay with following instructions or even listening to instructions they are, they kind of behave very reluctant probably to the activities which involve some mental efforts like you where you have to think where you have to memorize where you have to follow some sequence so it it would find it would get really difficult for them to follow all these things so they would not indulge themselves in activities that would involve a lot of mental efforts you can also find them losing a lot many things like having a lot of complaints that i forgot this or probably i lost it or i lost a pencil i lost a lot of my geometry things or maybe just that i forgot things and again as i said you might also find these signs even during your adulthood again just because you're forgetting lot many things it doesn't mean you fall under adhd other signs need to be there as well right so again in adhd you can find people diagnosed for adhd or or just for hyperactivity itself so when people either have adhd or hyperactivity again you could see that they tend to be impulsive as well so when we talk about hyperactivity in specific you could find that they are very fidgety like kids are very fidgety they would not want to be in one place for a longer duration they are often on the go like they would like to run they would like to climb if you ask them to sit at certain place for a certain time they would not really find that activity interesting or probably would not obey that 
and then they just keep shifting places they just keep running here and there and they can't engage in leisure activities wherein they have to be quiet and follow certain things so there would be a lot of interruptions there would be a lot of interference while others talking as well so these are like a few of the signs of ADHD and as i said they can be diagnosed as either ADHD or or just uh, predominantly hyperactive or just impulsive presentation under ADHD category and the next one the fifth disorder is specific learning disorder so here guys uh, over here during our learning uh, time that is uh, we do have a uh, different learning abilities so if in case kids have difficulties in specifically in certain learning ability then probably they can kind of check for the signs for specific learning disorder so you might have seen people using the terms like um, dyslexia or dyscalcia or probably something that has to do with um, calculation or probably something that has to do with understanding the patterns or understanding the words so these are few of the specific learning difficulties a person might have as i said the most famous ones are to do with math that is dyscalcia and there are few other things um, in the sense when it comes to spelling or when it comes to reading or when it comes to writing or when it comes to understanding the logic or property uh, sorry or probably mastering the numbers so yes so any kind of specific learning difficulty if you have then probably you could uh, look for the signs for specific learning disorder and i'm sure like dyslexia and dyscalcia and certain other terms falling under this category is again used in a casual language but yes do check for the signs before you could label the person or label the child with that term okay and the final one is motor disorders so motor disorder is when there is some kind of difficulty in the coordination of our muscles so probably you might have certain subcategories here so there would be i mean the first one is developmental coordination disorder where coordinating these motors internally might be a difficult task so you might often find that based on the chronological age that is based on the individual's actual age and the developmental age if you could see some find of difficulties might be there in coordinating things like for example i would want to lift my hand as well as a uh, leg and probably walk or do something but you might often feel or often see that i might just fall or i might just slip or i might bump into something or run into something i might just fall or you could just see that it might get really difficult for me to write or hold a pencil or hold a scissor or probably ride a bike so anything that has to do with motor coordination and some kind of difficulties being seen then probably we could check for coordination disorder the next one is movement disorder that is stereotypic movement disorder where you can find that um, the person might do certain things which is repetitive when it comes to movement like 
uh, showing the similar kind of movement for more than what is required like for example waving or shaking hand or probably you could see that uh, they might try to bite themselves i mean it 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 just because the movement have some kind of difficulty but not because the person wants to continuously do it so the coordination i mean the motor coordination in a body is somewhere having some kind of disconnection so that it's not completely finishing the cycle of doing that activity and the last category under motor disorder is tic disorders so tic disorder is involuntary movement of the um i mean the nerves so for example you might see that few people just have certain nerves acting in the sense like it just have certain movement so it could and this kind of tic disorder can be very unrhythmic like it just happens involuntarily it can be sudden it can be rapid or it can be during your talk as well so some kind of tic would happen again in under this tic disorder there are again three subcategories as i said it could be either just vocal in the sense while you're talking some kind of sounds um tend to appear many times that is because of the vo- uh, vocal tic disorder or as i said it could be single or multiple sounds or multiple nerves getting activated or it could just be because the motor cells are just kind of having a movement or having a reaction which is not intended right so i'll just name the three subcategories under here one is torrid disorder the next one is persistent or chronic motor or vocal tic disorder and the last one is provisional tic disorder so i'm not explaining them in detail but yes if you find some kind of involuntary movement in the muscles which is not intended and happens quite frequently and often then you could look for the signs for tic disorders so yeah guys these are the six different types of neurodevelopmental disorders and that's it for today's episode let us meet uh, for the next episode and let us talk about another mental disorder in the next episode so stay tuned and thank you for listening bye guys